Hey, welcome to another episode of Open Mic. We're excited to be with you today. Hey, we are covering the topic of New Year, New Me. We're getting in close to 2024, so setting New Year's resolutions is something that a lot of people do. I'm here with Brooke, Trev, and Coco, and uh, I want to ask, have you guys set New Year's resolutions before, and have you been successful at them, or have you failed? Never have in my life set a resolution. Shocking. No way. Never have. Of shocked. any kind? I mean, like, I've set things like, man, I would like to, like, vi- like vision. Oh, man, I would love to not do this for a whole year. Or I would love to do this for a whole year. But. Like what? Like what? Well, this more, past Jeff. year, got married. Congratulations. Had it, no, you, it, you're paying for a wedding. Can't spend too much money besides the wedding. So I was like, well, Trevor's going to have to cut back. So okay. that was my <laughs> resolution to was cut to back. cut back on spending to help pay for a wedding. But no, like, 2024 is the year of something? None of that? No. I, no, yeah. Okay. Wow. I get that. Brooke? I have also never set a New Year's resolution. I was more as a type of person to set the goals as I go. You know, as I see it fit, I'm going to set a goal for this month. But this year it is changing. I'm going to be setting New Year's resolutions. So I think in this podcast, Coco's just going to talk to you guys mostly. <laughs> I would love that. Guys, this is literally, this is shocking. How old are you guys again? I am 23. I'll be 22 at the end of December. Okay. Okay, so it's time. A New Year's resolution is happening this year. It's I feel not. good about this. So me and Coco are going to talk about the resolutions we've, <laughs> we've set. In the, no, That's all we're going to do in this podcast. What are some resolutions you've set in the past? Or like, what's yeah. some, some strategy on, on uh, setting a resolution? Yeah. Well, you know, actually we have, um, with our family, we've done this thing called Dream Big. And so we went through this book called... Um, Circle Maker by Mark Batterson, and it has he has like a list of um, different areas that you want to like set goals for and pray about it. And so we started that probably, gosh, like maybe ten years ago. I don't know five. I don't know five to ten years ago. And so um, that was really cool because it helped us to like kind of figure out what areas we wanted to grow in, and then we wrote that down, and then we would pray over those and continue to go back and pray over those. And so um, you know, those are that's a strategy that we've done before. Um, some some New Year's resolutions have been like uh, last year in particular. We were like, okay, it was me, my, and my two roommates, and we we're like, we're gonna eat healthy. We're gonna do like this whole eating plan, and it was hilarious because we had bee pollen at one point in our in our eating plan, and like bees to it eat? was like bee pollen from this the like. The like store. Buzz, buzz bee yes. Pollen? Yeah. And we were supposed to put it in like our Greek yogurt. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest, we still had that huge bottle of it because we used it like once. It was terrible. So no that did fail. Of what bee pollen I'll bring it into the in. office. I'll it's bring it into sweet. the office. So Tell us what the benefits away. are. No, it's it's not sweet. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. See, sometimes resolutions lead you towards things yeah. that you don't, you, yeah. you learn you don't want to do. You should have tested that. that before you made the resolution, Coco. I know. I know. That one didn't last. So, um, has it been successful for you to do it? Because I've I've been one time I was at your parents' house with Rob. You guys were getting ready to do this dream big thing. It's like it's a whole thing. It's not like oh get around. Oh, what do you want to do this year? It's like you guys each have like mm-hmm. a vision board type thing. Yeah. Can you explain yeah. it a little bit more? Yeah, I I totally can. So I mean, really, I'm so thankful for my parents because I think my dad was the one who like got the book and he bought it for all of us. And was like, okay guys, this is what we're doing. We're going to go through this and um, set goals for each one of us. And so the first year we did it, we had the book and it was like, so there's different goals, like um, spiritual goals, financial goals, uh, physical goals, experiential goals. So it's not just like 
I want to eat healthy. Like it's like more in detail. And uh, the first year what we did was we had sticky notes and then we had like we just like put it on our parents like windows in the dining room and uh and then we had like our papers and we were just writing out different goals and what was cool is that my sisters or somebody would be like okay this is one of my goals and I'd be like cool 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 I want that too so I'm gonna write that down so it was helpful because you know when you're by yourself you're like what goals do I want to set I have no sometimes it's just hard to do that on your own and so that was super helpful and then like as a family we had goals as well um of like experiential goals of we want to go on vacation to this place or we want to do this together and um and you know one of my goals a couple years ago was I wanted to like share the gospel with a certain amount of people and that was so helpful for me because what I did was every time I would share the gospel with someone I would go back to my notebook that we that we had and I would write down who I shared it with and then the date and gosh I like that was one of the most motivating things for me. And so um, that is something personally that I'm going to do again this year. I write down like a specific goal of like who, like how many people do I want to share with this year? Because if I'm like in February and I've not done any and my goal is 20, then I'm like, I got to get on it. Um, and so that has been super helpful. And um, I think it's just something that has, yeah, it's been a big blessing to me personally, but to my family. And we're not perfect at it. Sometimes I'm like, what were my goals that I set? Sure. And I know that's where yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. But having that notebook to, like, look back on, sometimes it's, like, in the front of my prayer journal. And so then I'll just, like, kind of go through it as I as I read and stuff. So, As two people that have done uh, New Year's resolutions and set goals. I script. like that we're uh, the experts we're now. The ex- this feels yeah, you're, good, y'all are the experts. This is just a Q&A <laughs> with, with Trevor and Brooke now. Give, give the younger, uh, me and Brooke, like, what is the importance of goals? Like, why should we set goals? Especially, like, starting at a younger age that will help carry through maybe our 20s your young adult years into your adult years. Like, wh- why is that important? Why should I set goals? I think it's challenging and stretching. I remember, like, when I first started at the church, I, I was learning how much I didn't know. And I'm learning so much from other people. And I'm learning, what, how, are they, how are they finding out more information? How are they growing? And one of those things was reading books. And I was like, well, if that's how you're doing it, I want to do it too. So I was taking book recommendations and, and uh, doing everything I could. And... I was trying to read a lot, and I was like, I want to read a book a month, and I would read, you know, 12 books a year, and then that next year, I wanted to read two books a month, and then I heard about somebody that was reading uh, a book a week, and I've heard of people doing that before, and I was like, I want to try it, but I had built up to it, and it, like, stretched and grew a muscle that I don't, I didn't, don't think I had until then, but I built up to it. It wasn't like I went from reading one book a year to 52 I did it with someone else, and there, I read a lot of, like, little tiny baby books, but it challenged me to be like, okay, what can I read next? What can I do? And it forced me to, like, ask other people. It, it like, grew me in ways that wasn't just my reading capacity. It grew me in, like, who, who's a good book recommender? Who, who knows about, about things? Who, who writes a really succinct book that I can read in two hours? Um, it grew me in ways I didn't know I needed to grow in. Um, it showed me what I didn't know. And it like, I feel like goals help you, goals help you know what you don't know. Goals help you like, one of the things Coco mentioned before was like, measure what's going on in your life. Like you have emotional, spiritual, financial, you know, all those things. Like if things aren't going well financially, you should set a goal for yourself. If you're like stressed about a situation, set a goal in that situation. Set a goal for relationships. 
I, I've heard of somebody that's like, I'm going to make, that, that like wasn't super extroverted. I'm going to make two new friends this year. And it's like, man, what a, what a great goal for somebody who's not extroverted or, or is new to town. Like, I'm going to go to five events that I don't know anybody. And it's like, that's, those will stretch you into new things that you would have never done if you didn't set the goal. I think so, so often we can coast, right? I, I'm like, we, I can be like, cool, it's February and I'm just doing my thing. And I'm like, what am I trying to accomplish this year? And, you know, I, I want to make an impact for Christ. I want to make an impact in the lives of other people. And so it's like, if that's one of my goals, then I need to set like actual, le- like legitimate things to do. But I, I think the most successful people, that le- leaders that I see, they know where they have been and they know where they want to go. And so, you know, I love listening to Chad Beach because he's like Mr. Inspirational and um, he's constantly doing like these like challenges and, and stuff. And, but I think that's so cool because like he, he does them and he invites people in on that. And so I love doing goals with like community and being like, Hey, okay, I'm trying to eat healthy or I'm trying to read this many books or I'm trying to share the gospel with this many people. And I'll, I'll be like, hey, do you want to you wanna join me in this? And then we're both like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that go? Did you have this conversation? And, and you get to check up on each other. Um, and so I think that's a huge, like, helpful thing because when you're by yourself doing goals, that just can be hard and kind of disheartening when you're like, not feeling it today, you know? And so I think having other people in with that, but really – not allowing yourself just to coast, I think is so huge uh, because as we grow in Christ, hopefully we can continue to know like, man, I want to make a bigger impact. I want to um, be the best, like the healthiest leaders are the best leaders. So I'm like, I want to be more healthy. I want to, you know, in all areas, uh, kind of like what we had talked about. And ultimately, I mean, we're called to be more like Christ. And like you said, we're, we're like prone to coast. Like, it's not normal for somebody to, like, get better every day over day, month over month, year over year. So it, I want to be my most Christ-like on my deathbed. I want, I want my wife and my kids and my grandkids one day to look back and be like, man, he just got sweeter, and he just got better, and he just got more understanding, and he loved his Bible more, and he spent more time praying. And I probably won't do that without goals, without, like— setting myself up for like, you can be consistent and not have goals. You can be really consistent and not have goals. And sometimes that's where things get atrophied is when they're not challenged. I had a friend who tore his ACL and he had to wear a, this whole cast skeleton, like exoskeleton thing around his, his knee and he couldn't put any weight on it. And he, his, his leg muscle got visibly smaller because he didn't challenge it because he couldn't do anything with it. He still walked, but he, he had to change his gait so that he couldn't do anything. And it was like, that's just what happens if we coast. We just, it's not bad, but it's not getting better. Um, what would you guys say like, and I, I wanna hear from you guys, um, like little tiny goals of like, I want, I want something really specific. I'm gonna stop eating this. I'm gonna start doing this little, little habit or big goals of like, I know one of the things that, that, that your family's talked about is like you have a word for the year or something that you want to dream big. It may not even be this year. It's going to be a five-year dream and goal. Um, have you guys had success with those or like going back and forth? Um, how do they play into each other? How have you seen that work? I feel like I'm a way better at little goals that last for a week than I would be at something for a full year. Because I think like if you get down to it, a week 
once you see yourself do something for a week, you get to see yourself maybe try again for a second week. And then by the end, you realize, oh, man, I've done this consistently for a month. So I think I found a lot of strength in setting a goal like, man, this week I'm only going to spend this much money on things that aren't necessary. Or I'm only going to spend this much on gas, try not to go as many places. And so I've just seen a lot of success in setting smaller goals that help lead to a bigger outcome. Yeah, one of the goals that I have set for myself this year is to memorize 100 scriptures, 100 verses. And when you think about it, it's like two verses a week. And so that's like your little goal. Okay, I can memorize two verses a week. And then that plays into the bigger picture of your overall goal of 100 verses in a year. Because like you hear it and it's like, oh my gosh, it's so daunting. But Brent Longenecker came and spoke to us in the Institute. And he can, he's a missionary with High Street, and he can, like, spit out scripture left and right. I mean, like, he just has it hidden in his heart. And Psalm 119.11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart, so that I might not sin against you. And that was something that just, like, really inspired me of, like, man, like, I hope that 10 years down the road, like, I can have that same, um, like, knowledge of scripture. And ultimately, like, that is, you know, our weapon um, is God's scripture. So it's like, I can memorize two scriptures a week and that plays into your overall goal for the year too. Yeah, I think that's good. I, I love that Brooke. I'm like, man, that's, that's so challenging. Um, but I think too, uh, with like a word of the year that I like doing that, but I also don't like doing that because, because then I, I have had years where I forgot my word. I was like, what did I say? So, uh, really confessing all my (laughs) failure at goals and stuff, but, um, but I actually do like it as well because it gives me an opportunity where I'm like seeking the Lord and I'm asking God, like, God, what do you want me to focus on for next year? And it's always such a sweet time whenever I feel like God gave me a word because then I'm like, yeah, like this is what I'm going to be focused on. Um, and it helps me in every situation. If, if my word is one year, my word was like impossible. Like God is the God of impossible. So I was like, God, what big prayers do you want me to pray that like would be a challenge for me? Um, and I was able to see God move in big ways because again, my focus was on my word impossible. Um, but I think, I mean, ultimately I think too, with like with words and all these things, I'm like, I think of like Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. And so ultimately I think the goal would be to seek Christ and seek him first. And then all these other things like will be added. Um, but that helps me to be, to be reminded of like, yeah, I want to have a word. I want to have some goals. I want to have some, um, big dreams that I have, but ultimately seeking Christ first and all of it. Yeah, I um, one of the verses that your dad mentioned in staff meeting when he's doing his devotion is Zechariah 4.10. Um, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Um, your goals are probably going to fail at some point. Like, you're going to mess up that, that hundred verses. You're going to have a week where you don't get two done. You pick two verses that are hard to, to get locked away. But I think you... The Lord doesn't despise small beginnings, so why would we look at, like, two verses a week? Come on. But, like, you got to do it. You look at somebody. I look at, like, that the, the man that you mentioned come into to the institute and speak. I look at them, and I'm like, man, I want to I wanna know God's word like that. I look at people that I respect in the faith, and I go, I want to I believe like you believe. I want to know God's word. I want to pray. I want to be able to minister to people that like you do. And we can't look at it and be like, I just don't have that gift set. I just don't have it. No, where can you start? Like, what's something small that you can do? And that's how I was. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn with the with the reading of books. I need you guys to know. Just do it, Jared. I've had, just I've do had it. four kids now, and I'm not nearly as good of a reader as I was. 
Um, but at the time, I was not a good reader. Like, I just did, I wasn't good at it. I didn't read books for enjoyment, and I, I was bad at it. And I had to have someone challenge me to go, you should read a book a month. And that was a challenge for me. Like, I wasn't good at it. But it grew to a place where I could, you know, read a book in a couple of days or in a, couple, in, in a short amount of time. And I think you, you would be surprised at what you're able to do if you allow yourself to be challenged. But so much of what I'm hearing is, like, it's not bad to bring people in. Sometimes I think it's, like, because you feel like it's your goal, you can't share it. Or because you feel like it's your goal, it's, like, it's, it's only your problem. But sometimes telling someone is the most challenging thing for them that they need to hear um, that will include other people and encourage them. Like, when I hear about other people's goals, I'm like, I want to memorize scripture like that. Like, I want to hop on that train. And then when you're in it with somebody, it changes the whole landscape. Because you're not just like what you said earlier, like, ah, not feeling it today. Not going to do it. When you got somebody that's like, hey, read this morning, did you? It's like, I got to go find somewhere to read. I got to go get that. I got to go do it. What other, what other things would you guys like? Any goals that you guys are going to set for 2024? Anything that you're looking forward to? One for me, it, my wife's an avid reader. She finished a book in two days. Insane. Yes, yeah. So my goal is to also read a book a month. I'm halfway through my first book, which I started in December. Nice. So I don't know why. December seems like a great, great, <laughs> great time to start as any, just like January. Um, so that's something. Also, it's for me and Sienna to save to go on vacation. Nice. So being diligent about like what we spend, what we save, so that we can um, go on. Like you said, that's some, a goal we want to do. So we're gonna go for it. Yeah, I'd say a goal for me is to just be more intentional with where God has me. You know, something I'm looking forward to in this year is graduating from the residency and Whoop. just being intentional with where God has me right now. You know, not looking too far into the future. Um, what's after the residency? What kind of job am I going to have? Where am I, like, am I going to be in school? What's going to happen? And, you know, just like being intentional with where um, the Lord has me because it helps me to, one, just be more intentional with the people who God has like placed in front of you in that moment. But also like if I get too carried away with like, okay, what's going to be in the future? I'm not, again, being intentional with like, okay, this is exactly where God has me right now. And it's to do the residency and taking it day by day of like, God, what do you have for me today? I think another one of the goals I'm setting for, I've set for myself is to get out of my comfort zone more, which has like, in return, you said like the leaders that are good, they evaluate where they were and how, how they're going, where they're going. And so I had to evaluate like, where's my comfort zone? What's outside my comfort zone? What is going to scare me? Like, what are things that I just don't want to do? Not saying I'm going to get like, all out there and like skydive or bungee jump, but I want to do things that get me out of my comfort zone, whether they're things that pertain to um, church, the thing that's tampered leadership, or just silly, goofy things like jump off a cliff at Table Rock. That scares me, but that would get me out of my comfort zone. Things of that sort. You should skydive, Trevor. I don't think I will. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Jared, do you have any goals that you've set for the new year? I haven't set any yet. I feel like I'm, I want to do what I did this year. What I did this year is I just set a goal a month. And I just, like, I tried to snowball them, but I didn't promise myself I was going to do that. So I would say, like, this month I'm not going to eat, you know, sugar, or I'm not going to drink, you know, sugary, sugary drinks. And some of them I was like, man, I, I love this. I, I feel great. Um, I'm going to keep doing it. And some of them I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. Um, you were diligent in that. I tried to be. You were really I, the, diligent. The month-by-month no month thing kind of fell off. Um, 
but I really enjoyed it because it taught me like to always be thinking of something new. And there were some months somebody would be like, what are you doing? I want to do that too. And it was like, oh, I'm not alone in this anymore. This is great. Um, and it kind of, I liked it because it kind of taught me when it's a year, I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. Such a long time. But when it's like four weeks in a row, I'm like, I can, I can do that. I can make myself uncomfortable. But it kind of grew a muscle in me that it was like, I can do hard stuff. I can change my, my, my uh, patterns and my routines and my, my like normal things that I do. And that like grew something in me. I was like a new confidence of what I can take care of. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay, I, I was thinking about this in preparation and I haven't sat down to do my goals and stuff, but um, I, I want to write down a number of like how many times I want to share the gospel in a year because that really helps me focus on that. And um, so, yeah, that is something I do want to do for sure. Other than that, I, I'm definitely processing what I want that to look like and if have I want to do a word or something. Have you guys done like a read the Bible in a year situation? What What's your experience with that? Yeah. I've never honestly tried to read uh, the Bible in a year. I've just tried to read, man, I've read a book. That's a uh, one out of 66. So like, I think that's the strategy. I've always wanted to, to try to read the Bible in a year because I've heard that like, you're going to get a new perspective of the Bible that you can only get whenever you read it in a year compared to like if you take your time and read it in two or three years, which both are great. You're reading through the Bible, but like you just get to see God work in it the same way, but in a different understanding of the Bible. So who knows? I might try that in January. Yeah, I did it a couple years ago um, and I did it on my Bible app and I loved it because I had my streak and I was like, I am doing this. Like it really motivated me and it was, I loved it because um, like it really does help you see the grand scheme of like from beginning to end how God has a plan uh, for his people and for salvation. And so I would encourage anyone out there who like is like, shit, what should I do? Like, and if that's not on your radar, like read through the Bible in a year. We have a plan that we're reading through with our uh, residents. We can send that to you. It's like two book, a couple books in the Old Testament, um, a book in the New Testament, and usually like a Psalms type thing. So it's, I loved doing that. And I think it's been a challenge to continue to do that. And um, yeah, there's different plans that are just super helpful. There is one on the Bible app that had like a little devotional beforehand. So you can like listen to that and then um, read through the, the scriptures. And so, yeah, I would definitely challenge anyone to, who hasn't done it to go through it. Yeah, I, um, before starting the residency, I was actually doing the Bible in a year um, on the Bible app, and it was the Terry Lee Cobbled Bible Recap. And so she's, good. yeah, she's awesome. And that was like what really kickstarted my like love for reading the Bible because it was like, man, she can like see these God shots and how's, how is she seeing God? And it's like challenging me to see how am I seeing God? And um, one thing I love about like our residency plan is the two books in the Old Testament and the one book in the New, um, you're kind of seeing how those parallel. And so I think that the residency plan would be, um, or the institute plan um, would be a great option for anyone who is looking for that, um, just because it does help you to see, like, God is in the Old Testament, too. Um, and I love that they're, like, overlapping that. Yeah, if you want that, send us a message. We'll get that to you. Yeah, and the resource you just mentioned is the, the Bible recap by Terry Lee Coble. So good, because when you're reading through Lamentations or Jeremiah, you're like, what did I just read? And she helps give perspective. To he is where the joy is. Terribly couple would say. <laughs> well, guys, I and any last thoughts on on goals that if somebody was sitting across from you, what would you tell them about a goal? I feel like just from hearing the wisdom that y'all have shared on goals, that goals kind of like 
dictate where your focus is. So if you're wanting to change your focus and maybe like you're focusing maybe on things that like aren't adding value to your life and change that to finding your focus on things that are adding value to your life, main goals I think are going to be something that you can implement that help change your focus on things. And honestly, like I just think of like, I don't, I can't do a goal alone, but honestly, like there's goals that like you're going to need the Lord's help. And I think it's going to be cool because like with goals that I've set, that maybe are as little as not drinking sweet tea for a year or something really big that That's a big goal, Trevor. <laughs> that is big I don't know a Texan that hasn't drank tea in a year. Um, be the first. Or a big goal that requires a lot of faith. Like you're gonna get to see God move and you're gonna get to see God like push you and challenge you and grow you more like Christ. Yeah, it's wild how it can grow your faith. Um we me and my wife wanted to adopt from the time like when we were getting married we thought that we wouldn't be able to to have uh kids for a couple reasons and we wanted to adopt never knew when that would be it was a goal and when we started the process it was like everything felt so small and so insignificant and it moved so slow and you're like are we pushing the ball forward is anything happening and you just take step after step after step and it's crazy because now we have like these these stories of faith that like we we weren't the authors of we were not the ones who were like we did it right we did everything to get there we have like these stories where it's like God came through and now it's like I want that to keep going even after adoption um, because God's faith faithfulness is still there and I want to keep showing up and I want to keep seeing the good big things that God has but you have to do those tiny things the application the education the the little tiny so like minute things that is not exciting um but now it's like we get to look back and see how god orchestrated all of it for the big goal of adopting our son i would say pray and ask the lord what it is that he wants you to set as a goal um that was something that i did pray um you know before hearing brent longenecker speak and then my friend was also sharing about um like in one of her classes they had to set like a five-year plan and one of the options was memorizing x amount of scripture and i was like okay I just heard Brant like speak about how he knows all these scriptures and then now I'm hearing this again and it's like okay God I want to memorize scripture like put that in put that in my lap and so I think if there's like a word that you're wanting to meditate on the year in the year is asking God okay what word is a highlight for me and then circling that word every single time you see it in your Bible too um that's something that my mentor has like shared with me and it's been a blessing to me and so um that would just be what I would share yeah, I would say if you've never set goals before, just try it and see, like, and seek the Lord in it, like you said, Brooke, um, because you never know, like, maybe God has, like, he wants to, like, push you to the next level, um, whether that's spiritually, like, leadership, whatever, and uh, when we set that time aside to really just seek the Lord and say, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do for you? How can I make a big impact? Um, I think he's going to show you, and I think that it will be a blessing. And honestly, just it can just bring someone in with you so that you can be like, okay, this is what I'm doing, and invite people in to keep you accountable. So new year, new you. New, new. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll see you next time.